in association with Lakul Motors, Lak Shiva Mullingar, where your new Peugeot is waiting for you. Lakulmotors.ie. It could be in a miniskirt and fishnets, or head to toe in leather. It's really hard to know what to wear this weather. He's our DIY dude, always smart, never rude. Has he missed Will? Let's get them back together. Brian Clunan. I know you're only half listening, but just to be clear, the person who is never rude is me. Not uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. Not you. No, it's it's just the imagery there. Once imagined cannot be unseen. <laughs> anyway. By the way, I just listen I, I look I can't understand. I like I don't get vandalism of any sort from you know, breaking trees on public areas to that level of depravity uh, is the only word for it. But it also just makes me think is there any country like people who have lived like the Irish go all over the world but are we an exceptional country or are we the most exceptional country in the amount of financial and our time that we give to charities and organisations and clubs in the community like I really think we must be Um, maybe I'm wrong maybe I don't know. It's a good question, but there's certainly a sense of working for the common good. Yeah. Which we need to treasure and always protect. Yeah. And like it's there in spades. Like if you look at it, there are so many charity organizations in the whole country. Mm. There are so many clubs, organizations, groups that, that, you know, that exist with volunteers and exist with contributions. And I just wonder, are there any other, is any other country as generous with their time and money as we are? And I suppose partly it comes out of necessity that we wouldn't have so many of the things we yeah. now enjoy yes. if people hadn't Correct. taken the time to Correct. do that. Correct. Even take the MRI in Mullingar Hospital, only recently yeah. installed because the yeah. friends raised so much That's money right. in the community That's and people right. banded together, yeah. which is more an indictment of the state. But anyway, let's not yeah, make, yeah, yeah, make the is. conversation too heavy. Um, Ina Clinton. Now, Ina is a mild-mannered lady who text the show on a regular basis okay. but just listening to the story from Ballymore the destruction of the clubhouse she says wouldn't you love to get those effers and beat the SH you know what out of them and I'd I think say, a lot of people I'd say she's echoing I say she's echoing the sentiments of an awful lot of people brave under the cover of darkness yes indeed let's get down to DIY business and Joe is looking for tile effect cladding for a porch at the back of the house where the old tiles seem to be faded. Do you know where he can get them and do you have advice about them? So the, there's loads, loads of people do the tile effect cladding, sorry. It's a, so anywhere that sells cladding, so that's the PVC coated uh, galvanised steel cladding or whatever. Um, and it's very effective. Now it doesn't look you know, if you put it beside tiles, it's not going to look like tiles. Let's be very clear. Now, it's very practical and it does. I like it. I think it looks very well. Um, but it's not going to look like you're not going to take down tiles, mm. put up the tile effect cladding and say, oh, God, you know, they're actually tiles. They're not. It's very clearly cladding, but very practical in that it's very easy to keep it clean. You don't get algae or moss growth on it. Um it's very, very waterproof. There's no joins in it, so you don't have leaks and it doesn't crack and it doesn't get stained. So it is very practical. But, but manage your expectations. Correct. Correct. Mm. Yeah. It's practical, and especially as we get older, less work to do around yeah. the house yes. has its benefits. 
Is that beginning to hit home with you, Will? Oh, sorry. Is that beginning to hit home with, with Alex, who obviously does all the work around I the house? Say, I never worked around the house to begin with. Morning, Will. We have a birthday party for our eight-year-old on Saturday, and hopefully the weather holds up. The birthday boy has just told me one of his friends is very allergic to wasp stings. And I'm wondering if Brian has suggestions to keep them away because there are a lot of wasps around at the moment and we can't locate the nest. Sorry, does that say to keep him away as, or keep them away? I assume the wasps. <laughs> All right, OK. <laughs> you could interpret either way and either would be a solution. Yeah, I suppose you can't invite the, uh, the child to the birthday party. Um, well, look, I suppose the first thing is, see, can you, can you identify where the wasps' nest is? So this has been an incredible year for wasps and bees, Um the, the fine weather in June really lent, it was the crucial time when, when wasps, when bees are swarming and wasps are building. And uh, obviously the bees, there are, if they're genuinely bees, beekeepers will come and take them away. But they were, I nearly said swarmed, they were inundated with um, calls because there were so many. There were, incre- and the pictures, I drove past, I was in town and I was driving down the road and next minute the sky turned black. This was in the centre of town now near the Dunn stores, the, the, the Church Road Dunn stores in mm. Tullamore and the sky turned black and next minute I hear bang, 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 bang off the windows and metal of the van. A swarm of bees. One Wow. Unbe- and, and to be honest with you, I'd heard the story in the, I'd heard similar stories in the shop and in the same way as no one in Ireland has ever seen a small rat. They've mm. all seen the biggest rat you ever saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be honest and say I was I was kind of feeling there's a bit of exaggeration going on here. This does not. I mean, it, this was the sky turned black and it was like hailstones on the van. And most of them were overhead. Like I I wasn't I, I and they were gone in a flash and there was there were schoolgirls cross I could see them and they were running away, but no one got stung as far as I could see, and it was all over in a in a flash. But anyway, um so this this listener, sorry. If they can identify where the nest is, today's what? Wednesday, yeah. So if they can identify where it is, and that would mean just walk around the house and garden tonight at around half eight, just around dusk, and the wasps will be returning to the nest. So if you need, in this case, you could see why it's critical to maybe try and get rid of the nest. Well, if you can identify the nest, well, then you can, A, if you can see the nest, you can get wasp nest destroyer foam, and if you can't see it, but you can see a hole that they're going in and out through. So that, that Will it be, always be up high? No, no, no. It can be in the stump of a tree. It can be in the ground. There are varieties that live only in the ground. Mm. Um, we had some under a post box a few years ago. Yeah, so it is remarkable. But just get the whole family to walk around tonight at 8 o'clock and see, can you see... They're returning to base. They're like aircraft landing on an aircraft carrier coming in and they're landing in, in numbers. And then if you can identify that spot, you can either use the wasp nest powder or the wasp nest foam. Now, the other thing, if you can't identify it, the two things I would say to you is you can get, you can hang up. Now, you can make your own or you can you can buy wasp catchers. So they're little things like a lobster pot that you hang up and they're filled with attractant and the wasp goes in and he can't get out. 
um, and he drowns in in this. He drives happy. It's like it's like somebody falling into the the vat of Guinness. You know, he's he dies happy. How do you um, know? <laughs> Seriously, do you get and to interview him all, afterwards? Was yeah, that a pleasant no. death? <laughs> Rated out of ten. Last of all. Um, the thing that's been a huge hit this year for the flies, but it also works, it turns out, on wasps, is the, uh, what do they call them, citronella diffuser. So a citronella diffuser it looks a little bit like your, your big coffee mug, except a lot smaller. He's a very expensive-looking coffee mug there. Very, very, very expensive-looking. Um, yeah. so the it, fact it, it's blue. Pardon? It's blue. What's blue? With stainless steel and... Uh, yeah, it looks yeah. very expensive. Lidl's finest. It is <laughs> yeah. actually. Is it? Well, you look yeah. good. Um, so these diffusers, you just sit them now. They're designed really for your patio and they work really well outside. But I, I'm, it's citronella. It's a citronella diffuser. Don't know how I would have thought it was going to be nonsense, but the feedback is they work brilliantly. So if you're having a barbecue, you sit them. Now, the only problem is, what do you do at an eight-year-old's birthday party? I mean, obviously, if the child is sitting at the table, it will keep the wasps away from that whole area. But are you going to strap one of these to the child's back? <laughs> like the, you know, the things the, the GA players wear, the rugby players wear in the centre of their back, up high in their back, the, the, track, the GPS tracker. You could just stitch one of these to his, to his top and uh, that'll keep them away. No, I think we need something slightly more practical, but anyway. Uh, and make sure the child comes with an EpiPen. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, anaphylaxis. Yeah. It's coming up on 28 minutes to 11. Brian Clunan is here for nearly another half hour. After which, to pay your TV licence or not to pay your TV licence. And then you meet the ladies who shall represent the Midlands at the Rose of Tralee this year. Offaly's Ali Lahi and from Leash, Sinead Dowd. That's all the next hour and a half. Mr. Fix-It with Lockhill Motors, Lock Sheever, Mullingar. Your new Peugeot is waiting for you, including the all-new Peugeot 408. Lockhillmotors.ie Baldy Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore until 11 o'clock and our next query comes from Lorraine. Whereas you do realise, you know, you're, you are joining me in the receding hairline stakes by the week that forehead seems to be going further and further back. There's an awful lot of forehead around around here. Solar panel. <laughs> Lorraine, as I said, has wooden sash windows in her house and the timber is starting to rot on the outside of one of the windows. And she's wondering, can she stop it from continuing? And also, can she fix what has already happened without having to replace the entire window? WhatsApp image attached. Yeah, so not unusual in old houses. It's you never see rotting at the top of a window. It's you never see rotting at the top of a door. It's always at the very bottom. So she sent us a, a decent picture there, which is good. So what I would say is, anytime you have rot, she could have left her clothes on though. <laughs> she sent us a decent picture of the window of the rotting window. Let's be very clear. That is an outrageous statement by someone who's supposed to be professional. Since when? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. No, I said supposed to be. I never said you were <laughs> yeah, ever professional. Yeah. Um, so what I would do in that case is I would scrape away as much of the old, soft, rotten timber as you can. And then, then I would get some uh, wood hardener liquid. So that's a thing you brush on and it just it just makes the thing, the rotting bit, 
that's soft. Mm-hmm. It makes it stiff enough, and you now can apply <laughs> two pack filler. <laughs> it's called wood hardener. Yeah, I yeah. know. The minute I started that, I realised I was in trouble, especially after the previous <laughs> comment. Yeah, correct, yeah, yeah. correct, correct. Okay. So, so you, your wood hardener stiffens up the timber. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, I know. Okay, and then. Because you can't apply a filler to a very spongy surface. So if you feel you can scrape away all the stuff, then you don't need the the wood hardener. But you need to use a two-pack filler. Don't bother using an ordinary, in inverted commas, wood filler because it'll just fall out again. Whereas if you use a two-pack, now in this particular case, it's painted, so you can just use car body filler. Hmm. But again, it's two-pack. So look, it's, it's like yourself. It's difficult to work with. But... It does achieve exactly what you want. It will never fall out again. It will stay in place. Mm. And when you paint over it, if you shape it properly. So shape it as best you can. Any guidance on that? No, just shape it as best you can, but always leave like it... tools? Oh, yeah, just... Well, I... Funny enough, I think the best thing in the whole lot is a kitchen knife. It just works its way. For, for a small area like that, it gives you control. And the rounded end means that if you need to shape it a little bit, you can. Mm. If you, In that particular case where we saw the picture, you can see where it's protruding out and it's going to need a little indent in it the whole way down. So, um, uh, and, and But what I would say is always leave it slightly proud that you can sand it down afterwards to get exactly the shape you want because it, you'll never get a perfect finish on it just when it's wet because it's quite tacky. So leave it slightly proud and then you can get your sandpaper and sand it down and then you can paint over it in the normal way. There's uh, an image, it's a video actually, after coming in from Kinney Gad. You remember your story about the bees? Oh yes. Heavens above. Apparently a few weeks ago, another swarm in Kinney Gad and yeah, the sky yeah. turns black. And I suppose, look, it's it's worth saying, look, it's, it's over now, but if ever you find yourself in that situation, the thing you're tempted to do, which is run and wave your hands over your head to swat them away, that's not what you do. You just stand still. I mean, if you can, if there's a wall nearby, move over to the wall and stand near the wall and just keep out of the way. Like, bees find all humans, the way all women find you, unattractive. Mm-hmm. So they're not interested. They just want to go past but if you start waving your hands at them and, and jumping up and down and running... You, you become know, a person of interest. You, yeah, you become a, 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 sorry, a, an object that they don't like. And they're more likely to sting you. Mm. So just stand still, take it easy, don't panic, and it'll be fine. Tommy, just on the parent trying to keep the garden clear of the bees... Oh, yeah. ...wonders if putting a jam, a jam jar, with yep. jam in it, outside but at a distance from where the kids are playing would form as a distraction. Yeah, absolutely. So the bees will, yeah. or the wasps so these will are the, be over there. The, these are the, 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 the jars, the wasp traps that I spoke about. So yeah, put a load of those around the place. Now the problem is if kids have sweets and so on, that, you know, it's going to be... It's competing there. And, and they're flying by. So, But it's a great idea. Like if you put the jam jars, particularly, do you remember years ago, well, you mightn't be old enough, it was always jam jars with a piece of greaseproof paper on top and a little hole in it. And there was water inside with jam in it or honey in it or, or marmalade in it, something sugar in it, it doesn't matter. And uh, you can make your own wasp traps and put them, as you say, as, as Tommy says, all around the garden mm-hmm. and make it, make it that more attractive. That's a, that's a great idea. Will, can you ask Brian, how in heaven's name do I get rid of flying ants under the kitchen presses? 
we have tried almost everything to no avail. So what's on that list of everything that you would <laughs> compile? Well, in my experience, the only thing that works with the ants really are the bait stations, the ant stop bait stations. And they you put those in the ground. Now, they do take a few days to work. Um, the problem is when they're flying ants, they only have one thing on their mind. Guess what that one thing Mating? is? Mating? Correct. So... As you will probably be aware, when any creature has mating on their mind, everything else kind of goes to hell. Um, so they're really not as attracted to the base stations when they're at that stage. So what I would say to you is if they're flying ants, they are mating, they tend to cluster. They tend to gather on a, on a, on a surface or on an area. So if you feel they're all gathering on the kitchen units or whatever, wherever they are, well then what you would do is get some insectrol or death lack or any of the residual insecticides and just spray it on that surface and when they crawl over it they'll die but i would always say so and for some reason so we'd 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 see a lot of customers coming into us in our shop for the bait stations and it started as early as it always does now which is february which is, it, it seems to be getting earlier and then it it, it stopped about a month ago but now people are coming back in in the droves again. So for some reason, the answer, I don't know whether it's the weather, whether I, maybe they were happy outside mm. in that fine weather. Maybe actually, maybe it's as simple as that. Maybe they were happier outside in the fine weather. And now that the rain is back, they're coming inside looking for food because outside is flooded. So actually, yeah, that's probably the reason. But the bait stations are really the thing that works so well because they bring that back to the nest and they feed the entire nest. Because don't forget, over half the nest never leave, over half the colony never leave the nest. So that's why you need the bait station because they bring it back and they feed everyone and that's why it works so well. Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore for another 15 minutes or so, after which to pay or not to pay the TV licence and you meet the Offaly and Leash Rose who shall represent the Midlands in Tralee this year. Get involved, ask a question, because with thanks to HanlonKitchens.ie and they're based in Balacolla in County Leash, you could win a sumptuous spa break in the Tullamore Court Hotel. Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore. And our next query, from Mary Kate, who did a really big renovation job in her kitchen and living room earlier this year. And it looks fabulous, if you don't mind my saying so, she says. But... My wood-burning stove seems to have a coating of dust on it. And no matter how many times I wash it, it still doesn't look as well as I would like. Any advice on giving it a lift? Um, I think the easiest thing to do... Look, you see, to remove concrete dust, you need to use an asset, but you don't want to use an asset on a, on a cast-iron stove. So, presuming it's a black stove, which 95% of wood-burning wood stoves would be, I would simply say get the black stove polish and a pair of shoe polish brushes. They can be used for shoe polish in the past, black shoe polish brushes. Um, and just apply a coat of the polish. What you would do is, well, the first thing I would do is a stiff brush and brush everything down um, in the hope that some of that dry dust, do it dry. Some of that dry dust from the concrete, from the work that went on, will brush off. So that's not a wire brush now. That's just like a clothes brush, a nail brush, that sort of texture. It's a nylon scrubbing brush. And then get your 
shoe polish brushes and a tube of black stove polish and you put on the black stove polish today and you don't buff it up until tomorrow. And that'll it'll leave the stove looking like new. Um, now, the first time you light it, you might get a slight little smell of um, of the, the, the polish. So, if you, you know, I remember making a mistake years ago. I applied it with a cloth and was very, I was delighted with how it looked, but um, I put it on a bit heavy. That's why I always say use the brush. I put it on a little bit heavy with the cloth. Not on the flat surfaces, but on the grooves where it gets into where you where you have a groove or a join or whatever. If you put it on with a cloth, it tends to build up a little bit in there. And then I lit the stove just before our visitors arrived. And there was a smell of polish. No, it wasn't outrageous or wasn't, but but there was a bit of a smell of polish that I didn't like. So by by polishing using the brush, it means you do remove everything. There's no build up anywhere. But if you had a, an event coming up, I'd always say light it the day before and make sure it's all burnt off before you before you have the big occasion. Mm. Mary is trying very very hard to buy ant bait stations, but cannot find them anywhere on sale at the moment. I wonder if maybe there's been a rush for them. There's been a rush, but I mean, a lot of hardware shops and garden centres will have them. But do try, we've tried, I'd, I'd say I've tried five or six brands at this stage. And we have found the, the, the Ant Stop is the one that seems to work best. Mm. I don't know why. In theory, it should be very safe with them all. You stop them at the moment anyway? I'm sure we have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we must have. We have, we have, because we always buy a big quantity. We must have. But the the... The product should all be the same. But when we switch brands because of lack of availability in the mm. past, the feedback was never as good. It's, I don't know why. Next caller has a porch and the ceiling keeps peeling after we get it fixed every year. Bear in mind, this porch was single glazed. It's now double glazed. We put on a new roof three years ago. We opened the porch windows a lot of time to make sure it's ventilated, but still this keeps happening as I swing around. Screen and photo for Brian to inspect. So it does look probable that there's moisture coming in. Um, but what I would say, if, if I had that problem, I would do two things. I would scrape it back as best I can particularly paying attention, sanding all those areas, those couple of areas where the, the paint is peeling. I would use a water-based primer and I'd give it a very thin coat, try to rub it, and don't roll it, rub it in with a brush. Brush it in, but rub it in well. A very thin coat into the plaster and then a normal strength coat. And then I would paint it with exterior wall paint. So that's your Santex Weather Shield weather clad, you know, a sm you can buy them in litres. I know it's only a small area. But the reason for that is that exterior wall paint has an awful lot more body, an awful lot more grip, an awful lot more fungicide. And it's obviously very, very tough because it's designed for the weather. So the funny thing is, here's the funny thing. Exterior wall paint costs five times more to produce than interior paint but it sells at around the same price. Big margin on the interior paint? No, well, not from the, not from the retailers. No, the, mar the reason being that there's huge competition on exterior paint because of volume. 
So no one buys, like if, if you're painting your room, you buy a two and a half litre tin of paint. Gotcha, yeah. If you're painting the outside of the house, you're buying six, mm, ten litre mm, buckets. Mm. So you're buying phenomenally more volume of paint. Yeah, so, so, that so means economies that, of scale then. Yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah, economies of scale, but really competition. It is costing five times more to produce, but it's the competition. So the paint companies want the volume so they're they're putting a very very tight low margin on it and in fairness the retailers because again they're competing are putting a very very tight margin on it again for this all the same reasons sure. but you can use exterior paint inside and particularly in areas like that it would definitely benefit I mean you can do it in, in kitchen seal oh, sorry bathroom ceilings as well if they have a, a propensity to, to flake moral of the story haggle for interior paint <laughs> Kieran says he has an electric shower that gets very hot at the medium temperature setting. Okay. How to correct? So, I don't know why it's only at the medium. Like a shower that gets very hot, it's either a faulty thermostat or it's all lined up. So, are you in an area with a lot of lime? Have you got a water softener? Do you find that the shower head clogs up? Mm. So I would always say to go off the shower head and inspect it. Is it all clogged up with lime? If you descale the shower head, so that's get your lime free, say if it's one all-purpose scaler, put the head, put the, the, the shower head in a jug of water. What I always say is get a jug, put in the shower head, fill up the jug just to cover the shower head, and then take it out and put in your descaler and then put the, put the shower head back into it. So if it's all fizzing and hissing and descaling and you put it back up and your shower now works perfectly and then within a week or less it's happening again. Well, then the problem is that your electric element in the, the, the element in the shower is all clogged up with lime and it's flaking off and it's coming down the, the into the shower head and that confu- sends signals to the thermostat mm-hmm. which confuses it and causes the problem. And it will eventually burn it out. And it'll burn it out so you do need to do it, yeah. Staying in the shower, finally, from Anonymous in Mullingar. You'll know why Anonymous in a moment. <laughs> okay. We recently renovated the ensuite in the spare bathroom. And where the old shower door used to meet the wall, there was a lot of silicone. And I have removed as much of it as I can, but there are still traces and it's quite grubby. I have the OCD monster-in-law coming to visit in a few days. And there is no doubt she will notice it and comment upon it. Is there any way of getting rid of the residue that's left behind? <laughs> yes, um, mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, or mother-in-law, uh, son-in-law relationships can be tricky. <laughs> Monster-in-law, that's a new one. <laughs> um, well, I suppose, look, the first thing I'd always say is if it's a flat tile, um, get a bohemian blade scraper. And if you may already have one without realising it. So if you have a ceramic hob at home, um, they often come with a bohemian blade scraper. So the bohemian blade is the old fashioned single sided razor blade, but it is brilliant for cleaning flat surfaces like glass and tiles and uh, anything like that, marble, worktops, anything that gets a hard deposit on it. If the glass is flat, if the worktop is top is flat, the bohemian blade scraper is genuinely razor sharp because it is a razor blade and it will take off if not all of the silicone it'll take presuming the tile is flat so if it's wall tiles they generally tend to be flat floor tiles are nearly always an uneven or rough surface to make them non-slip so the bohemian blade scraper won't work there mm-hmm. but on wall tiles it should now failing that you can buy a product and guess what it's called sticky stuff remover 
no, that works. Yes, there is a product called Sticky Stuff Remover, which is brilliant for everything except silicone. So what do you use for silicone? Silicone remover. There you go. <laughs> silicone seal remover. Various different brands out there. Expensive, like it's about a tenner for a bottle. And of course, some of the companies produce a box, you know, the size of your coffee cup there and uh, your expensive looking coffee cup. And um, but then you open the box and there's a little thing like Tipex inside. So it always is, makes sense to remove as much as you can with the Bohemian Blade Scraper and then use your silicone seal remover to remove the last. But it is brilliant. It completely breaks it down and you will remove it completely. Brian, thanks very much. Thank you, Will. He'll be back next week, 20 past 10. And on the way, the roses from Offaly and Leash, who will represent the Midlands in Tralee this year. Plus, to pay or not to pay your TV licence and more chances to win a fabulous spa break with thanks to Hanlon's Kitchens, based in Balacolla in County Leash. Shall we hit the pub? There's a great idea. Yeah.